Okay, so I'm going to play over my phone the uh, the intro my brother made. I, what I wanted was a bluegrass style slash, I don't know, kind of a Delta blues, Delta kind of feel. Let's hear it. And I was like, I don't know if you can do it. And he goes, well, let me work on it. And about a, you know, wasn't long later, it was real quick. I got this. Okay, so um, what I'm wanting to do in, I love podcasting. I've, I've, I have another podcast. I've been a part of listening to podcasts for years. There's a guy named uh, Joey Dyson um, who I worked with when I was working in Singer. And one day I said, what are you listening to? Because he was laughing. I think and, I know that guy. Yeah, he's on he's on Drew Information. Yeah, but, I think I went to school with him growing up. Uh, don't doubt, he's a great guy. Uh, but he, he said... I'm listening to a podcast, and I said, "What's a podcast?" You know, I had no idea. You know, this is five years ago, yeah, or so. Yeah, that's, right, that's like when they were first just started blowing up. Yeah, they, they I guess they've been around ten, twelve years. Yeah, so but only really just in the last couple of years though they started picking up popularity. Yeah, major popularity. And uh, so I found a podcast with Tim Hawkins, who's a Christian comedian. It was hilarious. It was called Potty Break. I only lasted like 105 episodes or so, and it was over, and it kind of broke my heart because I got to where I was listening to them. When, you know, then I wound up going to Puerto Rico, and I was listening to a lot while I was down there. And man, I was like, man, I could do this. I could, I could, I have the gift of gab, and I have the desire. I can get this stuff together and make this happen. And so, um, my other podcast that I do is Under the Cloud. It's church based, and then I decided I wanted to do another one. And they always say that if you do one, you want to do more than one. You know, so. I said I want to do one about Dritter, you know, because I I'm not from here, as as if you can tell with the accent, uh, which I can't tell the difference in my accent and y'all's accent. Honestly, I don't I don't hear much. Everybody of a, else can. Hear I don't it. hear much of a difference, but <laughs> I mean, they come in all shapes and sizes around here. I mean, you got coon. Uh, can I say coon ass? Yeah. <laughs> well, uh, we'll get into coon ass. That's not a bad word. It is a bad word, but the, it's not ass is in a butt. It's it's uh. Anyway, we get. I'm, I'm definitely going to. I might even hop into that one today for a little tidbit. But, um, so what I wanted to. Um, we moved here. My wife and I moved here in 2011. We brought three kids with us. We've had two since we moved here, so we have five kids. And, um, what I wanted to do was learn. I love to learn about where I'm at. Uh, my first boss here uh, was a history buff about Deritter. He taught me about so many little things. Um, if we were somewhere and it was kind of a neat little nugget there, he'd tell me about it, you know. And uh, and so I was like, that's my, right up my alley. I love that stuff. And then I went to work in Singer, and then I started meeting some of the guys down there that had some tidbits about Singer, which was really cool. Like, And, and apparently there's a, a debate about the name Singer and where it came from. Yeah, so, I remember we had talked about yeah, this Yeah, so I want to I get to that. I want to have an episode about that. So basically, this is a, a podcast, the, uh, the Derrida podcast. 
is is about the Dritter area, not just Dritter, but Beauregard, Leesville, Vernon, you know, and then maybe even get over into Allen Parish, whatever, maybe even dabble in Calcasieu a little bit. Definitely De Quincey, because I think De Quincey's got a lot of stuff to offer, but um, and maybe over in the Jasper and Newton stuff, there's a lot of cool stuff over there, but basically just like a, here it is, this is, this is information about the town that's old information, and here's stuff that's coming on, coming along, too. And, uh, and of course, I was thinking, I was talking to my wife about it, and she's just rolling her eyes, and I said, I want to promote businesses in the town, too. And, of course, the first business I think of is yours. And so Thank you. Uh, I spoke to you about it, and you were all for it. And so we uh, – my name is Jonathan Lunsford, by the way. Weston Clark. And I'm with Wes Clark from Clark's Cookout. Clark's Cookout. And, and uh, Wes and I go back uh, a few years – yeah, three, about three years. It's been right at three years. Is it, been, is it just yeah. three years? I thought it was yeah. more than that. Because uh, <laughs> I got laid off in Singer and then went to work at the prison in Phelps. Yeah, we were working corrections down there together. Yeah, driving prisoners around. Yeah. Hating our lives. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Miserable. <laughs> and we, we, we were both driving the the vans, driving prisoners to work. Yeah, the, the, the equivalent of trustees. The, these guys yeah. had jobs. Well, the, basically, that whole entire prison down there is yeah, all workforce. workforce stuff. And uh, for the most part, most of them leave. There's only a few handful. At least three years ago, there's only a handful that that didn't. Yeah, there's apparently quite a few more down there now. Oh, I don't, I don't know, man. I, I wanted to get away from that as fast <laughs> as I could. Same, same here. Let's move <laughs> away from this topic. <laughs> but I, what what I was going to say is that the times that we were in the area together, we had great conversations, yeah. you know. But then we'd have to go and do our job and whatever, and so we didn't get to really spend a lot of time. But then we'd run into each other ever since, and and we, and then all of a sudden here you are. Uh, working here, doing our thing at this barbecue joint, man. And you're making barbecue. And are you the only place in Dritter that's making this? I mean, obviously you're the only drive-up one that I know of. The drive-up only, especially. Yeah, well, I mean, you know, er- with the pandemic, everybody's doing curbside service right now. But we are, in fact, the only drive-through barbecue joint in Dritter. Yeah, which is pretty awesome. And it's pretty good barbecue too. I mean, I hear good stuff. I hear good stuff. <laughs> I mean, the the most I hear about is not necessarily the 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 flavor of the the food, but the tenderness of the meat. You know, people really come for for that meat that just falls apart and yeah, and, and that's that's what we try to do. And it's a good little meal. Uh I but think what a good couple of meals from what I hear. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh well, we had a uh when we first when you first opened, you know, we I don't know if I was working or something. And I, when I finally had a chance to come through, we um, got a, a meal, and I didn't even get to speak to you. You were so busy, so I just drove through and left. And then I messaged you back. and was like, man, that was amazing. That yeah, was man, really it, good. it was really crazy when we first opened. It was just, you know, lying out through the highway. And um, and then, uh, you know, we did our grand opening, and it really shot us through the roof. And we were on the front page of the local paper, and uh, that gave us a lot of popularity right out the gate. Man, we, we, just, we just did everything right, right from the start. And uh, and here we are. Yeah, and it's crazy though because <laughs> it's, 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 you have never you're not like a you don't have a, a like a culinary background. No, so much no as, professional cooking background whatsoever. I, and I tell people this: a lot of people don't believe me, but um, I never cooked a brisket or a rack of ribs before I opened this place. <laughs> like like it was literally day one. Like we're, I'm in here learning. <laughs> <laughs> a leap of faith. Step yeah, out. I can yeah. Do well, this. I mean, I'm I'm. People ask me, oh, you you, you must love doing barbecue, and I, I tell them the truth. You know, I I, uh, I lost my job, and um, 
and I'm really quite fond of eating and paying my bills. <laughs> and uh, I just I'd met the the previous owner of this building, and oh, he, yeah. he had really uh, taken taken a liking to me, and uh, and uh, it was just right place, right time, you yeah. know, right situation. And you know, when you see an opportunity, you either jump or you don't, and I uh, jumped. And that was the guy who owned Hudet Crawfish. Yeah, that was the former former owner of, uh, or well, he's still Bobby. the owner of the LLC Hudet Crawfish, but the former owner of this building. Yeah, yeah, B- Bobby. Bobby uh, Leger. Leger. Awesome dude. Yeah, yeah, real, real good guy. Real yeah. good guy. And uh, so here you are. Look him up on Facebook. Uh, oh or, man, or YouTube. YouTube. God, he can preach. Dude. Yeah, man, he, he's he's a, he's a he's something behind the pulpit. Prophet Bobby Leger. For me, I love to to learn, and I love to get into the to different things um i'm 41 so i grew up in the in the appalachian mountains you know northeast georgia hunting that ginseng <laughs> no i never i never, I never out personally that holler ginseng. hunting that ginseng <laughs> i never personally hunt ginseng but i had uh i have my my brother-in-law oh, dude i love that show the appalachian outlaws it's great <laughs> it's appalachian not appalachian oh, come on man uh, I mean, people uh, people can make fun it's of me. It's like for Singer not, and Sanger, bro. Yeah. Come on. <laughs> There's a Sanger, Texas. Do you know that? S-A-N-G-E-R. S-A-N-G-E-R. Yeah, really? Yeah. I did not know that. Yeah. And uh, it, it's, uh, yeah, it's kind of funny. Um, <clears throat> that's and uh, that's something I want to do as well is the colloquial things, you know. Uh, what are things that are said in here that's not said at other places or or sayings or words and yeah no uh, i got a cousin michael clark uh he comes over uh, just all the time and uh i was raised i'm a little i'm you know younger generation in this area and for some reason i've I, my mom always raised me to say dinner but my cousin yeah. is always up my butt because he says supper and he's like this yeah. is the south son we say <laughs> supper <laughs> there's a story behind that too so the uh dinner was the largest meal of the day and in a country setting on a farm and whatnot they would get up, eat breakfast. They'd work, eat breakfast, go back out and work, work hard, eat a really big meal well, in the know, middle of the day. You say you like to learn. Like, I, I learned a little bit about how American meals changed over yeah. the years. And since you touched on that, it's like, you know, we, we think of breakfast, we think eggs, bacon, toast. Yeah. And that's something that has not always no, no, been no. done. In, that's in, a heavy yeah, breakfast. That's yeah. a heavy breakfast, very yeah. heavy breakfast. Yeah. But so in the country, it was referred to as breakfast, dinner, and then in the evening you would just sup or eat, you know, like um, just kind of eat some leftovers and snack. that was snack or sup yeah. was the word, old English word. And uh, and but in the cities they would eat breakfast and they would eat a small lunch and then they would eat or a small middle day and then eat their bigger meal at the end of the day. So technically, dinner is both lunch and supper. Yeah, but it just depends on where you're from. And how how those colloquial sayings were used in your in your home? Yeah, it's definitely so, a geographic thing. It, it it's sort of geographic in the sense of it's, it's you know p- people in the north don't do that, but people in the south will still say breakfast, lunch, and dinner, and it just depends on how they were brought up, yeah. where they're where in the what country or town kind of setting. But yeah. and of course, television has really ruined mm. the country accent and the country way of talking well a it's lot, kind so. of homogenized a lot of america yeah. into kind of like a, a homogeneous uh, yeah one accent yeah one accent and uh, everybody will be like well my accent i sound just like people on tv and like, yeah yeah <laughs> no <laughs> like i growing up in singer man my, my accent growing up was much thicker you know I, and I, I don't i don't personally hear it now but i know like when i listen to recordings and stuff i can definitely hear my my southern accent in there but uh, I, it's tamed down quite a bit from where I was when I had my mullet growing up. <laughs> <laughs> I 
Well, see, I joined the Navy, and uh, so that really did a lot for um, being a, a, around people who don't talk like that. Yeah. Like, and that's one well, thing I, about the Ritter, too. I pick up too. accents, too, man. Like, uh, I've, yeah. I have cousins <laughs> that live in the Valley in Texas, and, uh, and uh, my, my uncle's Mexican. And, uh, man, I'd go over there and stay with them for the summer and come back with a, uh, a Spanglish accent. <laughs> <laughs> and that's one thing about the Ritter uh, that, I, that I definitely want to spend time touching on over this time. Uh, I don't know how long this will last. This may only be a couple years, and or it may last a long time. I don't know. Uh, but Deritter being a military-ish town, uh, there's a lot of people here from other parts of the country. My father-in-law and my mother-in-law moved here with for, because of the Army in 1992, I believe. Um, and my wife went from Alaska to here in 92, and then when he retired, they, they're still here. They just stayed here, you know. Um, and that's how I'm here because my wife joined the Navy, and then I joined the Navy. We met in Chicago in yeah, 1998. Most of my girlfriends in high school growing up were military brats. Yeah, so. yeah. So that right there will change the accent of a town. Yeah, it'll, big it'll time. It changed the way you bring think. in new blood and new things. And even though it's funny though, because Deritter is a is a in the military, young military people dread Fort Polk, but older military folk. Look forward to Fort Polk, which is kind well, of funny. You know what I've I've noticed too in the last couple of years is people that'll they'll move from another place to to some new setting and then they'll pick up the local accent or the yeah. local vernacular. Oh, especially the words. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like icebox. Yeah, it's not, yeah. A, it's not an icebox. Refrigerator. That right there is an icebox. <laughs> it's a box you put ice in. Yeah, it refrigerates. It refrigerates. Refrigerator. <laughs> so I was in I was working in Singer down there a Mitchell Building back back when it was open, and the. Uh, one day they said, and we had a refrigerator in the in our shop, and we also had a cooler full of ice, you know, that we had drinks and stuff. Oh, don't in. get don't get me started, man. You know how many people I've had working ice here box. that can't tell the difference between a freezer and a cooler. Oh, really? A free, look, that's, that tells you everything <laughs> you need to know. Freeze, cool, right, <laughs> man. But they they one day somebody said, hey, go put that in the ice box, and so I walked over and I opened up the lid to the cooler and put it in there. And then a little bit later, they come around looking for it, and they're like, where's that stuff at? I said, you said put in an icebox, and she pointed at the refrigerator. I can tell you exactly who it was. Uh, Don't drop no names. Don't drop no names. I love her with all my heart. She's a great person. Uh, uh, Valerie. Anyway. (laughs) (laughs) Valerie Massey. Anyway, so she said, said, uh, that's not a a refrigerator. That's an icebox. And I was like, like, what? (laughs) So... But you know that's fine though. I'm cool with that. I, 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 one thing that I learned in the Navy that if you really want to impress people, if you want people to accept you, then one of the really cool things you can do is pronounce their towns the way they do. Yeah. You know, um, with it, with certain exceptions. Obviously, I'm not going to say New Orleans. I never say that. Yeah. I'm, no. No. I'm not. I'll say New Orleans. Yeah. I, that's the way I say it. Yeah. I think that probably New Orleans is the way most people in the country say it. No. Very few people will straight out say New Orleans, yeah. you know, like, that's, yeah. uh, whatever, it's weird. I don't think, I've, matter of fact, I don't think I've ever heard anybody say that. New Orleans? New New Orleans. Or New Orleans, I've heard. Yeah, I've heard, I heard New Orleans. New Orleans, yeah. Yeah, that's the one most common. And if I'm in a hurry, I'll say New Orleans. Yeah. New Orleans. New Orleans. Yeah. yeah. But New Orleans, no. New Orleans. <laughs> <laughs> but, so I get made fun of constantly for saying Beauregard wrong. Beauregard? Yeah, and, and so... 
How, how, what, what, how do you say it? Let's hear it. Beauregard. Beauregard. That's, that's the right way to say it, isn't it? But most people had that R, the earlier R. Beauregard? To Beauregard. Yeah. It's like boar pig. No. Like a boar hog. Regard. I don't Beauregard. know. I don't know, man. I've always, I've always, uh, I've always been really good with words and pronunciation and, and, yeah. and uh, spelling and stuff like that. And I've always said stuff a little bit differently yeah. than, than, the, than the local. So I hope to... Uh, to do this to do this properly um obviously it's going this podcast for me is a perspective from someone not from deritter obviously because i'm not from deritter right um but i've been here for a while i've been here about almost nine years so um i've gotten to learn a lot of things about the town about the county or county the parish uh you know it's the first time i've said county in a long time I spent too much time working in Texas. Yeah, that's something I don't ever struggle with right there. <laughs> hey, you want to see something funny, though? What's Once that? you drive north, go through Deritter, get uh, past uh, Green Acres, and then you go into Vernon Parish. Mm-hmm. And right on the left, there's a mobile home uh, set, a place where they sell mobile homes. Yeah. Well, that road just to the left of it, right? Uh-huh. Well, do you know what the name of that road is? County Line Road. Explain that to me. <laughs> <laughs> There's no counties Somebody in... Somebody had a sense of humor. <laughs> <laughs> I first saw that, and I nearly wrecked because I was laughing so hard. Oh, like, man, well, that... Wait, why is that County Line Road? There's no counties in Louisiana. Oh, man. You know, somebody had a sense of humor. It had that, to be. That's exactly what it I is. I love it. Yeah. I love it. And But it, what's funny is if you go come back into Beauregard, on the other side of the Highway 171, there's a, there's a road back in there that's called Parish Line Road. So... Did not know that one. Yeah, that's a motorcycle. I know where Doobie Street's at. <laughs> <laughs> Did you know there's a, uh, over next to uh, the golf course, there's a corner of Michael and Myers? <laughs> that's is. pretty cool. They, they, they stopped putting the street sign up for Doobie Street because people just keep stealing it. So nobody knows where it's at. <laughs> <laughs> and then, okay, so here's one thing that I definitely want to do throughout my conquest of uh, learning about Deritter. Right. Okay, so if uh, we're sitting on the corner of... Uh, uh, Warren and Shirley, uh, basically, right next door to First National. First National Bank, and then the the, the Masonic, Masonic Lodge is right beside us, and then kind of sort of behind where Presley's or the stadium is. So, if you don't know where this place is at, look it up on Facebook. Uh, Clark's Cookouts on Facebook. What's All the address? Two hundred six Shirley Street. Two hundred six Shirley Street. Okay, so it's on the one way headed back from Lake Charles into town. Yeah, headed west. Okay, so if you go back to Washington Avenue, which is not Washington Street, unless they've changed it. No, it's Washington Avenue. Yeah, and then you go back up toward the police department. Uh, the next street that you run into is First Street. Right. The next street where you can turn right next to that, uh, across from the museum. Right. You turn right, that's Second Street. Yes. If you go up to the next street and you turn left, go into the police department. Right. That's. Fourth Street. Right. There is no Third Street there. It skips. It skips. It goes first, second. Was it, did it maybe used to be a, I, another I, street over there? But to if you're in front of the alley? police, if you're coming from O'Neill's, but next to the police department, right. crossing the tracks, you you literally switch. That's Fourth Street. Right. You literally switch from, from fourth, fourth to Third Street, huh. and you have to go down toward the hospital and take a right to get back on Fourth Street. I need somebody to explain that to me because I don't know, <laughs> and I'm sure that person's dead, and I'm sure that, you know, unfortunately, I'll probably never know that. There's one of them things I'll never know. I might hey, wait to at least you noticed. I've never, I've, I've lived here most of my life, and well, I've never noticed I can that. tell you what did it was back when I used to do gutters. 
I was running into the street names and stuff like that, and uh, and I had to meet somebody on such and such Third Street to do uh, to get a check. Right. And I got confused and I didn't know where I was at. So, like, okay, this makes no sense. And then there's a Knott Street in Derrida. If you ever want to, if you ever have a few minutes, go on Google Maps and look up how many Knott Streets there are, and how they're not connected to each other. And if you know anybody who lives on Knott Street, I'm sure that they have had. Call, kind all of, kinds of heck trying to get people problems. to find somebody where their house is because it's not it doesn't drive all the way through they break up so much and so you literally have to go on this street back to this night street this street back to this night street it's really it's really strange how they've done it that way you that think that they would just make them their own streets why wouldn't but, it be yeah like, it just seems easier for the sake of uh, somebody's sanity uh, like the mailman maybe <laughs> yeah well the only thing I can think of is maybe back when this town was shaped different and was different they may they may have had actually a street that actually worked its way through there. Yeah, maybe. But back when it was well, Derrida's full of little alleyways and avenues yeah. and things that like there's plenty of like just off of Shirley Street. I think there's like oh. a dozen alleys. Yeah, and they're all named after cats. Yeah, too. they're all named after cats. Calico and you know Siamese yeah, and yeah. whatever. It's kind of funny. I didn't even realize that for years until yeah, somebody. Well, the only reason I know that is because I, I my mom uh, when I was growing up she uh, she worked at European Dry Cleaners for Miss Temple and. Um, I, so I was basically raised inside of that uh, that uh, dry cleaners, and so I was always outside, you know, and that's all that's right on right there on the main yeah. street. So I'm like always up and down those alleyways. And, so um, that that kind of stuff's really cool to me. Yeah. I, I studied that, uh, and then you get to, uh, uh, you know, like for me, for me, one of the things I want to get into is the um, is the area, the schools, why the schools named the way they are, why are the Obviously, I know there was a superintendent named K.R. Hanchy, uh, so the name is called him. And, of course, we all know who George Washington Carver was. Right. Um, or if you don't, look, Google him. It's really easy, a lot of information on him. But uh, what's really interesting is to kind of break up the difference because some people are still— George even, Washington Carver, that's the guy that invented peanut butter, peanut butter right? Yeah. yeah. And and then and then a lot of other things. You yeah. Know, just yeah, yeah, he was a, yeah, he did the cotton gin as well. No, it was Eli Whitney. Come on, man. Oh, no, sorry, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's the joke is that nobody knows anything about Eli Whitney except he invented the cotton gin. <laughs> like, uh, but anyway, so the like the idea that why are there so many schools in Derrida? You know, you think you have churches, Carver. <laughs> oh well, yeah, that's another whole thing. You have Carver. You have. Um, Banks. Yeah, Carver, you have Pinewood, you have Carahanchi, and those are the three elementary schools. Yeah. And then you have the uh, middle school or junior high here, not middle school. And then the high, the high school. school. But then a lot of people still who are from here don't understand that why the the, the inter, or the alternative school that we've known for years right. was the high school for the black people. And Carahanchi or uh, Carver was the elementary school for the was black people. Was it really? People. You think about where it's at. Yeah. Back, back in segregation days, yeah. think about where that is. Yeah. And then over here on this side of town, it was Pinewood was the elementary school, and then the high school was over there next to the First Baptist Church. Yeah. Yeah, you're right. But it, And then that was only four schools in town, and the reason there was four schools is because of segregation. I mean, Derrida today only has around 10,000 people in it, and yeah. that's a pretty good-sized town, 35,000 in the parish. Yeah. So almost a third of the of the, the parish, lives, parish lives in Derrida. Yeah. And it's kind of interesting to, to to dive into thinking about the history of it. Why is it the way it is? Why, yeah. why you know, off Martin Luther King has got a st- history, you know. And it's a history that I don't want to just miss. I, there's a lot of really cool stuff. Yeah. I met a guy recently, uh, a couple years ago, or a couple months ago, who 
claimed, I have no proof, but he had a lot of paperwork with him that he was a Tuskegee Airman and he's from Drew Ritter. And I'm I gotta have more information from this guy. I really want to sit down and talk to him. If there's a Tuskegee That'd Airman, definitely be worth a sit down. Oh yeah, talk to him, yeah. find out. Like, this is history of Deritter. This is somebody in Deritter that has done some amazing. Uh, was part of something very crazy. I'm um, sure there's a lot more of those. Yeah. That done, that, that, uh, there's some. There's but some I hear rumors a lot too. So I had a rumor when I first moved here. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. So here's a good rumor, and some of y'all may the listener may be able to help. Uh, the song, there was a, a group back in the 60s or 50s and 60s called Sham Sham and the Pharaohs. And they were me- best known for one song, Wooly Wooly. Wooly Wooly. Right. When we first moved here, somebody told me, and I can go right back to them, because I know exactly who it was, and said that that guy is in Deritter, born, raised, and from Deritter, lives in Deritter. Interesting. Yeah. Is that true? Have you, have you ever looked at? Uh, I wanted to. Uh, I kind of want to. If you look, at, if you look it up, look. there's no information on you. Uh, there's no information about it. Really? No information. So you've you've I've done the legwork. Yeah, I've done some legwork. Not a lot, but I've done some. But what I want to do is I want to find out one: is that true? Is he still alive? Well, if he's still alive, then we have to talk to him. But then at the same time, how cool is it that there's a song that I've known my whole life, and I wind up in a town. That uh, here he is, you know, like this guy's right here. It's kind of cool. So, Willie, Willie. <laughs> <laughs> and then maybe oh, that could be our new Bully. theme song. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, if it turns Why out do you to play be that true, song? Yeah. If it turns out to be true. Yeah, I'm definitely laying claim to that. <laughs> That'd knows? be the first thing I tell new people that I meet now. Yeah, <laughs> I'm from the same town as that guy who sang Willie Bully. Sham Sham and the Pharaohs. Sham Sham and the Pharaohs, bro. Uh, I'm hardcore. That's a that's a deep cut right there. So. Um, there's a lot, man. There's wise singer called singer. Wise Sugar Town called Sugar Town. Wise Dry Creek called Dry Creek. I've heard so many stories. I'm guessing about that. Sugar Town's called Sugar Town because of the watermelons, right? Or moonshine. Or mo- yeah, yeah, yeah. Or or Dry Creek's called Dry Creek because they refuse to sell alcohol. I've heard that one before. I've heard that is not dry because the creek is dry. It's because they refuse to sell alcohol. Is it? I've, is that man, true? I've heard, is there any validity know. to that? We're, that's what we're going to find out. We're going to spend some time <laughs> digging into that. And and uh, and then, like, the the jail and all that kind of stuff. Man, there's a lot of history in Deritter. You know, uh, in the Air a Force future, base, the a Air future Force podcast for you to do would be uh, uh, wildlife. Wildlife that yeah. used to be prevalent in the area. Yeah, you know, uh, I've got old photos and stuff, old newspaper clippings of, uh, for instance, where I live right now. There used to be a tree in my yard where they had treated a black bear in my yard. And yeah, in the 1930s, I believe. Really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, there's panthers around here. Yeah, yeah. I've, I've heard. I've never seen one, but I've heard that for years, and I've heard stories from. You, from you're elders. not most likely to see one. Well, um, I have an aunt. Unless they're eating. I have an aunt that lived in uh, Maryville because that's uh my my, mom, my panthers, mom's side yeah. of the family is from Maryville. And um, she used to have a swimming pool that was all that she never kept it up, man. And uh, there was always snakes and crazy, you know, crazy critters back there. Yeah. So we, we always they always kept us kids away from that thing. But <laughs> uh, anyways, man, she long story short, she, they always told a story about a panther that was uh, swimming in that pool one day. And uh, I've I grew up hearing stories like yeah. that from different people, and you know, hearing about well, that why they're called the Maryville Panthers yeah. because yeah, they were panthers exactly. And then you got the singer Hornets. I got to know why they're called the Hornets. Yeah. Uh, then well, I would assume it's because of the prevalence of the hornets in the area. I, I mean, there, I there's a lot of hornets in Singer. A murder, lot of, murder hornets? No, not, mor- not murder. <laughs> not murder hornets. They give you coronavirus. 
Man, man. you know, there's people that are are buying into that meme. They're, the people that act, they think that there's murder hornets. That there are, really well, are Japanese are, hornets. Yeah, we we know that. Yeah, but they just changed the name of it's it. It's not a pandemic yeah. of murder hornets coming. And there's through. only, yeah, but I, I I mean, I, like I said, I grew up in the Appalachians, so I literally saw one all on over Facebook there. last night that was really genuinely worried about these murder hornets. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and that's and that's fun things we could talk about. <laughs> so, uh, but you know, like. Why is Dreader Dragons called the Dragons? Yeah. You know, I don't know. I don't have any... I, I'm the well, type of person... Wasn't that because they used to have dragons around? <laughs> uh, I'm, uh, I'm, I've searched and spent years finding out why all the SEC schools what? are named the way they are. I got are. a question for you. Why NFL teams, baseball what, teams are named the way they the are. What in the heck is a Wampus Cat? What is a Wampus Cat? <laughs> <laughs> so, a funny story. Uh, growing up in North Georgia, right, my papa always used to tell me about a thing called a kitty wampus, uh-huh. not a wampus cat, but a kitty wampus. Yeah, I've, I've heard I've heard catty wampus before. Catty wampus, kitty wampus, but he he called it a kitty wampus, and he said it was a black cat with a red butt like a baboon. Uh huh. And and it was just in the woods and kitty wampus, you know, uh-huh. it was just like kind of one of those uh, fictitious cats, like a chupacabra kind yeah, of, uh-huh. so, you know, like, and um, and so when we moved to Louisiana. Uh, I was in Leesville doing something. I saw something that said Wampus Cats, and I freaked out. And by, <laughs> by then, I didn't have cell phone service up there. So I had to wait till I got back to Dritter, and uh, and I called him, and I said, Hey, Fatball, I said, listen, there's a high school up here called the Leesville Wampus Cats. And he just cackled. He lost laughed. it, huh? Yeah, he just, that's just something he had heard. And I don't I – don't, I, it has to me, in my mind, and maybe we can go find out, you know, why that um, – you know, it's just a fictitious cat. Well, you Maybe know, it's uh, another name for a mountain lion. Growing up around here, you've got uh, the old Hyatt High School, which yeah. their mascot was the Bulldogs. Okay. You know, which is the most common yeah. used b- uh, mascot Yeah, in but all you sports. think about when that school was established, you wonder how common that dog was yeah. around these parts. Probably not very. Yeah. You know, so I wonder why they picked the Bulldog for the mascot. I don't know. Well, let's find that out, man. I've, I know where Hyatt is. It's in fe- fields, right? Yeah. 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 The first time I somebody said I'm from Fields and I said what <laughs> I've never heard of that one Bearhead bro <laughs> yeah yeah Fields is joint you know like and then so basically what I want to do and is I hope you guys have got what I'm after uh, and I'm sure that I'm going to have plenty of opportunities to sit down with other people uh, I don't want to sit down with the same guy every week but I'm I'm kind of cool with that now you and, guys are stuck with me <laughs> uh, and we're going to do uh clark's cookout for a little bit it's going to be our kind of our main sponsor for a while and and uh and then i, I want to you know give other people an opportunity to get their name out there and do some things and uh i don't want to do corporations because corporations have their own thing i want something that's dritter focused you yeah. know i don't want to give walmart an opportunity right because yeah, walmart's mcdonald's thing. and yeah. interview the yeah manager. i don't want to mess with all that uh i mean unless there's a really cool story behind it but yeah. not for promotion stuff but um you know, just there's a lot of really cool like, um, there's a lot of really cool people out there who could get some publicity. You know, let's talk about it. Let's do this. I'm not into this to make a, any money and make a bunch of money or whatever. I just love doing Here podcasting. For a good time, man. I'm, I love podcasting. I love history, and uh, and to me, it's a lot of fun. And we can get into the church thing. That's definitely something I want to get into. I've spent a lot of time studying the the vast amount of churches in Deritter. And, uh, and I've about to come up with the conclusion of the military being a part of why there's so many denominations because probably if the military was never part of this town, there wouldn't be as many denominations as there are. And because those people come and go, come and go, that's why a lot of those churches are so small. Um, but that's, uh, that's an assumption. I have no proof. So um, 
But Wes, I appreciate <clears throat> I appreciate you sitting down with me and taking nice. a few minutes. He had to. I don't know if you noticed, but there was a break in the middle of it. He had to go and work on his smokers and uh, yeah, man, you got to maintain some, that heat, bro. <laughs> the briskets and and uh, and um, brisket, sausage, pulled pork. Yep. And ribs. And ribs. What kind of ribs? <laughs> Funny story. The first guy, the first time this guy comes in my kitchen, he tells me, he tells me, man, I, I don't do pork ribs. I only do beef ribs. So I'm like, here, try these. Like, I give him, I give him a bite of pork I'll turn ribs. Turn your mic off real fast. <laughs> and he's like, yeah, man, these are great, man. I can tell these are beef ribs just by the way they taste. And I just looked at him and smiled. They're pork ribs. <laughs> and now I eat pork ribs. So how about that? <laughs> so uh, Valentine's Day. Uh, reached. Out. I got this idea. Uh, I'm a practical gift person. I do not believe in buying senseless gifts. And uh, because we don't have a lot of money, you know, you're buying a gift you're just going to throw away. What's the point? Time's Let's find hard out there, man. Find something practical. So a couple of years ago, I actually bought flowers for my wife, and I don't do that very often. And so that was really a surprise for her. Uh, so this year for Valentine's Day, I reached out to you, and I said, hey, I need some jalapeno stuffed there's there your well they're, sometimes they're, you have them the they're, poppers they're jalapeno uh, peppers uh, stuffed with cream cheese cheddar cheese and my smoked brisket and then wrapped in bacon and smoked again it's fantastic they're, they're delicious so i i reached out to wes and said i need a dozen of those so i can make a bouquet for my wife for valentine's day of a bouquet of of these jalapeno poppers and so he he was cool with it and i just had to keep reminding him of it to make sure there was some left over so that day i came by and i got them and and i took them and i wrapped each one of them individually and tenfold to make it look like a flower with that little thing coming out of it put it in a skewer put it in the vase and and uh and my wife just loved it it, it was awesome. of, yeah it was it, really it looked, cool it looked really awesome i'll try to find a picture of it for the put it when i make the facebook page for this but the so I appreciate you doing that. You know, yeah, so no you, problem. If you man, guys anytime. have any clever things, just reach out to him. Give him plenty of heads up on it, though. Yeah, dude. If, if, if anybody wants to, you know, get like a, a large order ahead of time, or you know, a brisket or anything wholesale, you know, just let me know. Give me a couple days advance notice, and I'll have it ready for you. So do you do cater parties, stuff like that? Yeah, we, we, got we, that? we cater any kind of events and stuff. Uh, you know, like I said, just give us enough time, you know, to to prepare for, you know, because we're we're a small business. I, yeah. I, I have one employee. You in have here. to order the food. You know, yeah. I have yeah. to make sure I have enough uh, enough stuff to, to maintain through the week for my normal customers and then have enough to, to cater for events and things like that. You know, we recently uh, did a wedding just before the pandemic, and uh, it was a really, really huge, really huge uh, huge deal for us, uh, one of our biggest catering events yet, and it was it was great. It yeah. was great. So we appreciate opportunities like that. So you're at 203? 206 Shirley 206 Street. 206 Shirley Street. Yes, Again, we're um, next to the old First National Bank. Next to the Masonic Lodge, and just up the street from uh, Crawfish to Go. Yeah, most people most people know it. I just tell them in the old Hudak Crawfish oh, building, yeah. and people it's know a, exactly where it's at. It's like a beige and beige little metal building on the side of the road. Yes, so. sir. And uh, but you have to go into Warren Street to go through the drive. Yeah, you have to enter through Warren Street and then come back up in our drive through. It's not something we we really care to do, but the city makes us do it that but way. But it works so. out though, because the line's always so stinking long. That well, you, you know, and it makes sense too. Uh, it, it does work out because it you know puts the driver on the left side of the I mean on the right side of the yeah. building, you know, and uh, you know makes taking taking orders and giving food out and easy. And that way they're not like the place across yeah, the street. Yeah, we're not putting <laughs> we're not putting traffic out into the highway. Yeah, holly. 
I really appreciate you yeah, sitting dude, with me. No problem, and, man. Uh, I, doing I, this and I appreciate the opportunity. Uh, taking the time, yeah, man. And, and and it worked out. We've known each other for a while, and so we can help each other and uh, yes, have a good time at the same time. So, um, everybody, as you continue to listen, uh, tell everybody in Deritter about it. Um, this is just the beginning. Uh, we're going to try to keep them around 30 minutes. I know today we didn't, but we're trying to keep them in a short amount of time so that we can uh, you can do it on the way to and from work and such as that. If you have ideas, uh, we'll have Facebook page built up here soon. Uh, I know everybody's already, I put it on Dritter Information one time, and everybody gave me a, a mile list of stuff and ideas. So we're, we'll try to work to, uh, to and through those. Um, but also, I'll need people who have the information. So if you know people who are full of this information and whatnot, um, just let us know. Uh, part of the thing that I want to do is keep it family friendly. We don't want you to have to not let your kids listen, uh, so don't have to worry about that. I'm not one for for all that kind of stuff. So we're going to keep the language down. We're going to keep the uh, the into windows out, and because it's not what we're trying to do here, uh, we don't want you to have to not listen because your kids are in the car. So, uh, but at the same time, we want you to enjoy uh, what we're doing and the product that we're putting out. Again, my name is Jonathan Lunsford, and this is the Dreader Podcast. And I hope you guys have a blessed and wonderful day.